you. It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Friday, July 21st. You can follow the show on social media at Fantasy Knockout. Make sure to subscribe whatever platform you're watching or listening on. And let's get that goal of 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. I'm excited for today's show. I'm going to be breaking down... Breaking down the AFC South. Quick question. Have you guys signed up to become that knockout member? If you do, you get access to the overall and flex rankings. You'll get access to draft cheat sheets. You'll get access to the trade chart and priority questions and answers. So go do that. Um, also, are you interested in joining the Knockout Listener League where 11 of you guys will get to go up against me to see how well you do? Um, head over to the website, fantasyknockout.com, or click on the link below and get your entry in there. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have fun this weekend. It is my birthday. Uh, I think my birthday is this Monday. So a lot of fun with the family and just celebrating and probably still feeling a little hungover from the night before going out to the casino, the local casino. Uh, we did pretty well. Wife surprised me with a fun trip. So, all right, let's catch up on the latest NFL news. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the news. News with views. Okay, to start it off, head coach Bill Belichick from New England. He's on the hot seat. Um, reports say that Uncle Bill has been on the hot seat to varying degrees since 2019, you know, with Brady's contract and then Brady leaving and then having Matt Patricia and Joe Judge last year in charge of the offense. Um, owner Robert Kraft, he wants results and he hasn't been getting them. So we'll see if Bill O'Brien, the new offensive coordinator there, will help and right this ship for Belichick. <laughs> we'll see. Running back J.K. Dobbins from Baltimore, he is, quote, highly motivated. Um, one could assume that Dobbins might be, you know, disgruntled because of him holding out during minicamp um, for that contract. I believe this is going to be a good year for him. I am – he's borderline one of my guys. I don't know if I've made that decision yet, but he's on my my list of intrigued, trying to target my pl- players that I want this year. Um I like the addition to the new offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin, who likes to open up the offenses a little bit more with a quicker pace. So we'll see if he can use Dobbins more there. And we'll go more over that during the breakdowns of the uh, AFC North. Uh, Then running back Kendry Miller from New Orleans, he's been placed on the active PUP list. So he's still recovering from his torn meniscus uh, from last year. I believe it was in the um, championship game or something like that for college. So I'm hopeful that he's going to be ready to start the season. Uh, Running back Isaiah Pacheco from Kansas City. He's also been placed on the active POP list. Pacheco has multiple or had multiple surgeries um, in the offseason. He played through a broken hand, torn labrum during the Super Bowl. So he's just getting ready, getting healthy. I believe he's going to be good to go come starting the season. Um, So they're just taking the precautions right now. And then running back Leonard Fournette, who is a free agent, He's working out for the New England Patriots. I believe the Patriots are also working out uh, Daryl Henderson. So that would put a little damper on the Ramondre Stevenson love this year, which he's one of my top running backs again. Um, Fournette would steal some goal line opportunities and stuff if he gets signed there. So we'll see what the Patriots do. I mean, they added James Robinson early in free agency and then they ended up cutting him what, a couple weeks ago so they're looking for another uh just running back probably a veteran running back there um, but it shouldn't affect stevenson too much 
Then running back Brees Hall from the Jets. He has been placed on the POP list or the active POP list as well because he's recovering from his um, torn ACL. But I think he's going to be good to go the start of the season. Yes, he's got a rough schedule to start the season. So lower those expectations. Just coming back from injury, tough schedule. But I love his second half to the year. I like the talent of Brees Hall a ton. So we'll see if he can get it done. And then wide receiver Denzel, Mil- Denzel Mims from the Jets. Uh, he's been traded. The Detroit Lions acquired Mims in a seventh-round pick in exchange for a conditional sixth-round pick from the Jets. So I'm hopeful um, that he can kind of resurrect or or have a little mini breakout there in Detroit. I love this guy's talent when he was coming out of college. Um, he just, in my opinion, never got the opportunity with the Jets. So we'll see if he can do something there with Detroit. And then the last is running back Melvin Gordon. He's a free agent. He just signed a one-year deal with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, so last year, Gordon, he played with the Chiefs. And I believe that this is just a depth move, uh, more for training camp for the Ravens. Um, I don't see him stealing any too much work from J.K. or me, even Gus Edwards. So not too worried about it. Main event. All right, the main event, we got the AFC South. Quick disclaimer, these are going to be my projections for this year. There's, you know, if there's any news of injuries and free agent signings, we're going to have to adjust, make adjustments and go from there. Um, why I took a little bit longer today to get it out was, one, not feeling great from partying the last night. I need to stop doing that. Um, and then, two, I had to adjust the DeAndre Hopkins signing in projections for Tennessee, which was going to be in today's show. So we're going to go alphabetically, and we talk half PPR uh, the Houston Texans, they're going to start it off. Last year, they were 3-13-1. Uh, their Vegas win totals this year is projected for 5.5. I'm going to say under. I'm going to guess under on that one. Uh, so the quarterback there is going to be rookie C.J. Stroud. He's going undrafted right now in leagues. Got him slotted for 3,200 yards, 19 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, rushing for 211 yards and one touchdown. Uh, the running back there is going to be Damian Pierce. They also brought in running back uh, Devin Singletary over from Buffalo. Damian Pierce is ADP right now. He's going in the fourth round at 407, so mid-fourth. I got him slaughtered for 14 games, 929 rushing yards, five touchdowns, 31 receptions for 203 yards, and a receiving touchdown. And I believe he's going to get similar work to what he did last year. Probably not quite the workload, maybe. Uh, But they brought in Singletary as well. He's going in the 10th round at 1009. I uh, got him for 14 games, 653 yards, four touchdowns, 34 receptions, 229 receiving yards, and one touchdown. They're going to eat into each other's workloads a lot there. Um, so I'm not too excited drafting one of these rushing, uh, one of these running backs in Houston. Um, let's see the receivers. We have Robert Woods and Nico Collins right now. Woods is going undrafted. Nico Collins is going in the 11th round. I'll take a stab on him. Um, see if he turns into the number one receiver there but typically rookie quarterbacks do not produce top 36 receivers their rookie season so kind of staying away from just houston in general uh woods i got projected for 51 receptions 587 yards and three touchdowns uh collins i have for 52 receptions 660 yards and four touchdowns and then the tight end there's gonna be dalton schultz he signed there this offseason he might be the number one pass catching option there in Houston. He's going in the 10th round. He's a late round tight end flyer. Not, you know, I'm okay with him if you punt the position and just pass and just try to pick up one of these 
tight ends at the end of your draft. I got him for 56 receptions for 565 yards and four touchdowns. All right, next is going to be the Indianapolis Colts. So last year they were 4-12-1. The Vegas win totals this year is at 6.5. I'm going to go under again because they have a rookie quarterback that I think is going to play most of the year, and that's Anthony Richardson. Uh, Right now he's going in the 13th round. Very, very talented, uh, just athletically gifted. Not sure if he's accurate as a quarterback, so we'll see how that develops. But the kid's going to rush for a ton of yards. I'll take a chance. I'll draft him with a later round pick. If if I kind of pass on the the quarterback position, if I'm if I don't get my guys in that fifth sixth round that I'm targeting, I'll wait and maybe try uh, draft a Tua or Daniel Jones and then pick up an Anthony Richardson, throw him on the bench to see and just what happens the first couple of weeks if he turns into more of that Lamar Jackson style his MVP season. So we'll see what happens. But Richardson, I got slotted for 16 games, uh, 3106 passing yards. Uh, 17 passing touchdowns, 15 interceptions, but rushing for 655 yards and seven rushing touchdowns. So he will provide a good fantasy floor for you if you need a later round quarterback option. Uh, The running back there is Jonathan Taylor. He's going at 103, still a top uh, pick. Right now I have him slotted as like my RB10 right now. I'm just a little off of Taylor this year. Love the talent still. Think he'll do all right. Um, just with that rookie quarterback, the rushing ability of the quarterback, that quarterback does isn't going to want to dump off as much as what Taylor has been used to with Matt Ryan and Phillip Rivers. And he's just not going to see those receptions that we have come u- accustomed to. You know what I mean? So Taylor is just going to be – he's going too high for what I value Taylor at this year. Again, I'm not saying Taylor's a bust or anything like that. I just don't see him as a top five running back this year. So lower your expectations on Taylor. I got him projected for 1,310 yards, nine touchdowns, 28 receptions for 216 yards and a score. So he's still going to get opportunity. He's still going to be productive, just not that high-end elite running back that we're used to or that we expect from him. Uh, Then the wide receiver, we have Michael Pittman. Uh, he's going in the seventh round at 704. I got him slotted for 82 receptions, 885 yards, four touchdowns. Um, Alec Pierce is the other receiver there. He's going in the 13th round at 1311. Got him slotted for 46 receptions, 625 yards, three touchdowns. And then the tight end there is Jelani Woods. He's going undrafted right now. I hope that Jelani can turn into something there. I like this kid's talent. I just. Uh, I, I hope they can develop him because uh, Indianapolis has had a, just a revolving door of tight ends in the past few years. So hopefully he be, can become the one tight end that uh, stays fantasy relevant, um, like the talent. But we'll see what Jelani can do. I got him slotted for 35 receptions for 456 yards and four touchdowns. So a streaming option for this year. The Jacksonville Jaguars are next. I, last year they were 9-8. and eight. The win total projection this year is 10 I see them getting that or more. This is the team I think is going to impress most people or or just outperform their expectations from last year. A lot of upside to this team. Uh, the quarterback there is going to be Trevor Lawrence. He's going in the sixth round at 6'11". I love the price for Trevor Lawrence right now. I will be probably having a lot of shares of him, expecting him to level up. Uh, similar to what Jalen Hurts did last year where we were getting Hurts in the 6th, 7th round last year. 
same price for Trevor Lawrence. And I think he can make that leap to that next tier level of quarterbacks where he can be fantasy relevant, similar to a Joe Burrow and possibly um, Justin Herbert. Not saying he's as good as them. Fantasy-wise, I think he can produce what they in that in that tier group. So Lawrence, he's going in the sixth, sixth round. I got him slotted for 16 games, uh, 4,200 yards, 27 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 293 rushing yards, and four rushing touchdowns. Uh, the running back there is Travis Etienne. He's going late first at 112. Um, I like Etienne's talent. I just probably not going to have a lot of Etienne this year. Um, he scares me the most. I think he's the most uh, risky running back right now there's other running backs i'd rather have at that spot but i have etn slotted for a thousand and five yards six touchdowns 38 receptions for 319 yards and one rushing or one receiving touchdown just don't know if he'll get the receiving work we need him to get to become that top tier running back he could be a solid rb2 for your team uh the backup there is going to be take bisbee he's going undrafted i got him slotted for 410 yards three touchdowns 14 receptions for 96 receiving yards and no receiving touchdowns the receivers there, we have wide receiver Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. They bring in Ridley. They traded for him. He's going in the third round at 310. Okay value there. I just don't want to see it getting too much higher than that. Um, I'll take a shot on Ridley this year, especially since I like Lawrence a lot. See if we can get that stack, if, if it'll naturally work out in your draft. Uh, Ridley I got for 14 games, 84 receptions, 1,100 yards, six receiving touchdowns. And then Christian Kirk I like too as well. Probably going to have a lot more of Kirk than I will Ridley. Uh, Kirk's going in the sixth round at 6.09. Just like the value more. And he's going to be very similar to what Ridley does, in my opinion. I got him slotted for 81 receptions for uh, 1,015 yards and six receiving touchdowns. Uh, the other receiver there is going to be Zay Jones. He's going to be more of a flex or a bi-week fill-in. Uh, he's going in the 11th round. Got him for 15 games, 56 receptions for 640 yards and four touchdowns. And then the newly signed tight end there is going to be Evan Ingram. Like him, too, as uh, later round, he's going in the eighth round. 15 games, 63 receptions, 669 yards, and four receiving touchdowns. And then the Tennessee Titans are the last team that we have. Last year, they were 7-10. and 10. The win total this year is at 7.5. I see them. They're going to beat that. I think they just had an unfortunate lot of injuries um, just to go on that year. Uh, Tennessee's going to bounce back. They're going to be one of the top teams in their division. Uh, the quarterback there is going to be Ryan Tannehill. He's going undrafted right now. Got him projected for 3,558 yards, 19 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 140 rushing yards with 2 rushing touchdowns. And then the running back there we already know is the Yeti, Derrick Henry. He's going at 110. I like the value there. I think he's going to have another solid year. He's with... I, I'm always scared to draft him because I'm afraid that I'm going to be the one holding the bag and just stuck with the year that he just doesn't do it anymore. Um, I think he's an outlier. I think you just keep drafting him and keep putting him on your team until he doesn't do it. And you just take that gamble because his upside is just so high. But Henry, he's going at 110 late first round, which I think is a value. I'd be happy to take a, a top receiver and then him to start my uh, to be my RB one on my team would be okay with that. Got him for fourteen hundred thirty yards, ten touchdowns, thirty four receptions for two hundred eighty six yards and one receiving touchdown. Uh, so, like I said, I think he's going to be there. 
Then the wide receivers, we have DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he just signed there. He's going in the fifth round at 5'11". I think that's the, it's going to start to climb possibly third, fourth round uh, by the time you start drafting in August. Um, so right now that was just with him still being a free agent. I think the ADP hasn't reflected completely what it will be. But I got him slotted for 88 receptions for 1,161 yards and seven receiving touchdowns. He's going to be the number one receiver there. Traylon Burks is another receiver. Uh, he's going in the seventh round, late seventh round at 7-12. He's going to take a hit a little bit. I liked the upside when Burks was the only man in town. Uh, but Burks, I got slotted for 87 receptions for 908 yards and five touchdowns. Um, and then the tight end there is Chiga Quanquo. He's going in the 11th round at 11.05. I have him for 47 receptions, 642 yards, and four touchdowns. Another option at the end of your draft uh, if you punt on the tight end position during your draft. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is going to be the AFC North. And we'll go more into Baltimore's running backs there with the newly addition Melvin Gordon. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe whatever platform you're on. Please leave that rating and review. It really helps me out. All right. Till next time. See ya.